truth. Fighting soldiers from the sky Fearless men who jump and die Men who mean just what they say The brave men of the Green Beret Silver wings upon their chest These are men America's best 100 men will test today but only three win the Green Beret trained to live off nature's land trained in combat hand to hand men who fight by night and day Silver wings upon their chest. These are men, America's best. One hundred men will test today, but only three win the Green Beret. Back at home, a young wife waits. Her green beret has met his fate He has died for those oppressed Leaving her this last request Put silver wings on my son's chest Make him one of America's best He'll be a man They'll test one day Have him win The Green Beret All right, we're back, ladies and gentlemen. Jerry Moore here on Monday, the 26th day of February. The perfect tip of the day is to watch the trilogy of films titled Atlas Shrugged the most recent one being released in 2014. I think you'll find uh, it's very thought-provoking and very timely in terms of what's going on uh, nationally here with our national political uh, matters. All right, we have patient Wayne Green, my friend Sam Andrews. Sam is the proprietor of Freedom Center USA. The website is freedomtrain.net. World-class training in rifles, pistols, and high-end uh, first aid in beautiful Lebanon, Missouri. He does have a telephone, and he will answer it beginning Wednesday afternoon, uh, that telephone being 417-718-2597. Good morning, Sam. Good morning, John. Sam, um, you may not be aware of this, but uh, 188 years ago uh, this week, the Battle of the Alamo began. It may sound like a long time ago, but it was only 34 years before my grandfather was born. Um, and... Um, I, I read the letter that Colonel Travis wrote uh, every year when I remember, which is most years, and I have it in front of me here, so I'm going to read it for all our, our audience. This is dated uh, from the commander of the Alamo, uh, February 24th, 1836. They call it Bihar, which is now San Antonio. To the people of Texas and all Americans in the world, 
fellow citizens and compatriots. I am besieged by a thousand or more of the Mexicans under Santa Ana. I have sustained a continual bombardment and cannonade for 24 hours and have not lost a man. The enemy has demanded a surrender at discretion. Otherwise, the garrison are to be put to the sword if the fort is taken. I have answered the demand with a cannon shot. Our flag still fly, waves proudly from the walls. I shall never surrender or retreat. Then I call on you in the name of liberty, of patriotism, and everything dear to the American character to come to our aid with all dispatch. The enemy is receiving reinforcements daily and will no doubt increase to three or 4,000 in four or five days. If this call is neglected, I am determined to sustain myself as long as possible and die like a soldier who never forgets what is due to his own honor and that of his country. Signed, Victor or Death, William Barrett Travis, with a postscript. The Lord is on our side. When the enemy appeared in sight, we had not three bushels of corn. We have since found deserted houses, 80 or 90 bushels, and gotten to the walls, 20 or 30 heads of beef. Signed, Travis. Um, well, Sam, uh, uh, that's a very important part of American history, isn't it? Well, it's certainly the example of a great man who 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 stuck to what he believed in. And uh, he gave all his men the opportunity to leave. He drew a line in the sand with a sword. And he uh, said, everybody who wants to stay with me, cross that line. And the U.S. Army has a tradition when you uh, are sworn into the Army that you take one step forward towards the front of the room, wherever it might be, to show your uh, compliance with taking the pledge to defend the Constitution of the United States against all enemies, foreign and domestic. Not that dissimilar to crossing that line in, uh, at the Alamo, is it? No, it's not dissimilar at all. You've got a man who who's willing to sacrifice his life for the good of more people than just himself, and that's a very unique characteristic. We don't find that in a lot of men. No, we don't. Moving on from there, uh, the NRA is in the news with uh, Wayne LaPierre in deep, deep trouble, isn't he, sir? You know, I don't know what happened with Wayne LaPierre. I've been out of town. Can you tell me what's going on? Well, there, apparently there's been a civil suit, and I need to read the details myself, where Lane, Wayne LaPierre is being found for mishandling, misspending, inappro uh, inappropriately handling more than $4 million of NRA money which apparently he's been ordered to pay back. <laughs> well, you know my position on the NRA. It's always stood for not really Americans. The National right. Rifles Association has supported every gun control measure uh, that has come up, including 68 NFA Act. I think it was, what, the 1994 or 96 assault weapons ban, bump stock ban, red flag laws, the FBI's run, or the FBI runs the NRA. Retired FBI agents control the NRA Law Enforcement Training Division. And anyone that knows anything about the FBI or businesses or organizations in general, it's always the group that brings in the most money that has the most power. And uh, I would say the NRA Law Enforcement Training Division probably brings in 80 to 85% of the NRA's money. So who do you think's calling the shots, the civilian NRA board on the civilian side or the NRA Law Enforcement Training Division on, on, the, on the law enforcement side? Well, uh, I would uh, lean towards the, gr the group bringing in all the money, which is the law enforcement side. 
which is why the NRA spoon feeds their database of members of gun owners to the FBI. And it's why uh, the FBI uh, slash NRA fake organization has supported gun control for as long as I've been alive. Absolutely. Well, in 19, here's what happened in 1968, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Senator Dodd from uh, Massachusetts, um, or was it Connecticut? Um, I think it was Massachusetts. Massachusetts. It, Massachusetts. He, um, earlier in his career, he had been part of the Nuremberg trials in Nuremberg, Germany, where the, 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 the Nazis were put on trial for war crimes. And um, he made a request to, to the Library of Congress to provide him and his staff an English translation of the 1938 Nazi gun laws, which they did. And his staff took the 1938 Nazi gun laws, and with very slight, and when I say slight, uh, very slight editing, created the Gun Control Act of 1968. Of course, they, they concealed this from uh, the U.S. Congress, or from the U.S. Senate, uh, at the time who had many World War II veterans uh, as uh, senators and representatives, and, of course, from the American public. And uh, the NRA uh, supported the Gun Control Act of 1968. It was passed. And now most of what the, uh, uh, the gun control people do in, in, with the federal government, the, Al the ATF, Alcohol, Tobacco, Firearms, and Explosives Division, does, when it comes to firearms regulation, the majority of it is based on the 1968 Gun Control Act, isn't it? Well, a whole bunch of it is, and... and Here's the problem. The federal government has no authority under the U.S. Constitution to regulate a gun that is made in the state of Missouri and sold in the state of Missouri. They have no authority whatsoever. Right. Montana has imposed their Ninth and Tenth Amendment rights on the ATF as far as guns have, and, and some other states have to some measure. Why doesn't the ATF challenge them if they have the authority? Because they don't have the authority, and they know if they take it to court... They will lose, and every state in the union will know the federal government is illegally trying to control guns and control citizens where they have no constitutional authority to do so. Going back to the 1968 Gun Control Act, um, two researchers researched and found out what I just told our, our audience here, that the, uh, the 1968 gun laws was almost a word-for-word -word copy of the 1938 Nazi gun laws. And they, they wrote a book, and that book's called Gateway to Tyranny. Um, it's being uh, sold by the, a great group the, called the Jews for the Preservation of Firearms Ownership. I knew the uh, leader of that group, who's now deceased, the, the founder of it, a great guy, Aaron Zellman. And um, uh, that book has been published, and in, in, uh, I... Uh, I when I was uh, I was invited to the office of the uh, head of the ATF in St. Louis for coffee, uh, we had we, we both belonged to a group of investigators in St. Louis, and he uh, presented me with a bound copy of the Gun Control Act 1968, and I looked at it and I said thank you very much, and I said oh by the way, do you know this this is an English translation of the 1938 Nazi gun laws? I got no response. I asked him a second time. Listen, I, I asked him a second time, no response. Uh, when I asked him the third time, he got visibly angry. His face turned red, and he says, yes, I know. So what? I know, was, so what? Wow. Yeah. Yep, that was, the, that was the attitude. Spoken yes, like I a know. true sack. Yep, yep. 
Well, they close it unless they reopen it. That office has been closed, and that, now the nearest one, I think, is in Kansas City. Well, you know, and, John, uh, the, the truth is there's a lot of conservative Christian FBI agents. There's conservative Christian ATF agents. But you know what? You don't make it to be special agent in charge of a district if you're a conservative Christian. That's not allowed because people make that make that decision aren't going to let that happen, are they? It, that's exactly right. If you're not a company man and you're not into straight-up tyranny, whatever you're asked to do, you don't make it to special agent in charge. No, that doesn't happen. Um, well, have you had a chance to get any updates from uh, some visitors to the largest gun show on, on the planet, the SHOT Show? I haven't. I've been traveling. I've been out of town. I haven't oh, been my. able to follow my normal routine and... Uh, it's just been one busy thing after another, and uh, hopefully I'll be back in town late next week and and be able to uh, um, get back into my routine because the training's starting to come come our way. We're not we're not but maybe a month and a week away. It's getting close. It's getting close, and the uh, what we hope is the final step in this lawsuit is getting close, also, isn't it, sir? Not close enough, John. Um, they keep they keep finding ways to try to delay this, and and uh, it's dirty as dirty can be, but uh, that's what's going on. Well, for those who don't know, we have new listeners every week. Uh, uh, our wealthy family is trying to steal the the real estate that there were Freedom Center USA is down there outside of Lebanon. This lawsuit's been going on. We're into the third year now, I believe, aren't we? Oh yeah, yeah, we're deep into the. Oh, actually, we're. We're into the fourth year. It's gone oh on for three, and we're into the that fourth long. year. Yeah, it's crazy. Time flies. Well, ladies and gentlemen, there's a panel at my website where if you if you want to help defend Freedom Center USA, you can do so very quickly and easily with a PayPal donation. There's an address to mail a check or a money order. And the listeners to my show and the Doug Hagman show have been instrumental in keeping this legal battle going, haven't they? Absolutely. Yeah, I, I would say that the listeners from your show and Hagman show have helped us cover almost 23% of our legal fees, well, which that's, is a that's, huge chunk. It's, it is a huge chunk, and, and I want to thank everybody who's made those donations. Absolutely. It's okay. kept us going, John. Absolutely. Well, well, this is 2024. We have training coming up. We already have uh, how many classes scheduled and how many openings, if there are any? Well, we have four classes scheduled. Every class has got a couple openings still. We have, um, in April... The 4th, 5th, 6th, and 7th, we have the first basic tactical class. That's two days of training with a handgun, two days of training with an AR-15 and a red dot sight. And uh, that's a very important class uh, for anyone who owns a gun to get in. You absolutely have to get this type of training. Uh, Then on the... 12th, 13th, and 14th, we have the first urban vehicle tactical class. In the first class we talked about, the 4th, 5th, 6th, and 7th, you're learning how to handle the gun, how to clean the gun, you're learning how to shoot the gun, you're learning how to reload the gun, you're learning how to manage the trigger with trigger control, you're learning how recoil management, um, you're learning balance and all these things that allow you to shoot fast and accurate. And then in the second class, the urban vehicle technical class on the 12th, 13th, and 14th, you're learning how to win a gunfight. You're learning how to use cover. You're learning how to shoot effectively from behind cover. You're learning to recognize uh, different types of weapons being shot at you just from their sound and signature. You're learning how to shoot through autoglass. 
You're learning how to exfil from a vehicle. You're learning all of these basic skills that allow you to survive. You're learning how to fight from in and around vehicles. We spend so much time in our cars. We don't even train our policemen how to properly fight around vehicles. It's it's a it's a shame. No, no well, you, you need these skills as a human being. And the way things are going in this country, uh, God help me. I hope I'm wrong, but you may need them by December of this year. Well, um, there's a belief among almost all Americans, almost all the time, that an FBI agent who's graduated from Quantico has exceptional firearm skills that exceed the level of most normal human beings. Would that be a fair statement, Sam? Um, probably not. I, I, I wouldn't think that that your typical FBI agent. Um, no, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm talking. No, I'm, I'm talking about what most Americans believe about the competence of FBI agents. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't believe that that's true at all. You know, I've seen. I, I've been in competitions with FBI snipers. They didn't even. I mean, these are the top no, top no, marksmen. I'm, I'm talking about average Americans, not not you, Sam. No, no, no. I, I understand what you're saying. Okay, but you asked me a question, right? Do you want to rephrase yes, the question? Yes, sir. Uh, the belief of the average American uh, that, that doesn't have the knowledge or expertise that you and I have. Average Americans believe that FBI agents have a superior knowledge of and expertise with firearms. That's that, a false that, belief system, in my opinion. It is, but it, but most people believe it. Now, I have a reason for saying that. I was having lunch for, with two FBI agents, and I told them the following story. I was at St. Louis County Police Pistol Range on a Sunday afternoon. It was open to the public at that time. And we had two persons shooting points. Uh, the person sharing my point was a, a petite uh, uh, brunette female. And um, we, we uh, everybody started shooting at the same time. We all stopped at the same time. Uh, there was a uh, St. Louis County police officer who was a range officer. Well, I, we walk up to our, our targets, my, myself and this young lady, and these are silhouette, B-27 silhouettes, which is a, a silhouette of a human being. And she's high left, she's high right, she's low left, she's low right, she's all over this target. We walk back, get ready for the next firing session. I walk up to the range officer, and I said, uh, I introduced myself, uh, and I said, I'm an NRA certified instructor. Do you think this young lady would mind if I offered some assistance? And he whispers to me, no, John, I don't think so. She's an FBI agent. <laughs> so <laughs> so <laughs> these, these two agents that I'm having lunch with, they immediately trying to start trying to figure out who this woman was. But this woman graduated from Quantico and carried a badge as an FBI agent with full credentials, carried a gun, and she didn't shoot as good as, I would say, half my female students uh, who had not gone to Quantico. And as beginners, and of course my female students all did better before they graduated from my class. But what an embarrassment that a woman, uh, and she's a liability a threat to herself and her partners because she couldn't defend herself, her life properly or defend the life of a partner, could she, sir? Yeah, that's kind of a, that's an interesting story because in a lot of law enforcement agencies, um, they don't give the officers enough ammo to practice and they don't give them high quality training. And so you see a number of officers that really aren't very good at all with their weapons. But, you know, that's an anecdotal piece of evidence um i've been in shooting competitions with fbi agents that shot pretty well they were never near the they never in the top 50 percent but but they were certainly competitive to some degree and uh and they took their 
shooting skills seriously and they practiced hard even with their own privately funded ammo and it really depends on the officer you know if if the officer doesn't like guns and they don't like to practice and they don't get hey good there, training gonna they're going to be the terrible come home and that's our break. Drop and lift. what in the world is an ease off drop and lift our ease off is a new tool to increase production for your meat processing company that will get that whole hog or half a beef on or off your rail with our remote control. That sounds great, but can I afford it? Sure, and the ease off installs fast. The effortless operation will reduce fatigue, speed up your line, and increase profits. Okay, I'm convinced. Where can I get my ease off? Go to easeoff.com. That's E-A-Z-E-O-F-F dot com. And hurry because we're offering free shipping for a limited time. EaseOff.com. We make pigs fly. Cows, too. EaseOff, LLC, 417-932-6419. Did you know the IRS publicly admits that income tax is collected by voluntary compliance. Get the information you need to help you avoid income tax with these five easy steps. All you have to do is go to avoidincometax.com to get your five easy steps on how to avoid the IRS income tax. Escape the IRS. Let avoidincometax.com help you. We guarantee our five easy steps or your money back. Go to avoidincometax.com. Attention, freedom-loving patriots. Are you ready to dive deep into the principles that founded our great nation? Join me, Peter Seraphine, and the Institute on the Constitution as we light the way to a brighter future with the Liberty Lighthouse Classroom. At liberty-lighthouse.com slash classroom, you'll find a treasure trove of online courses on the U.S. Constitution, carefully crafted to empower you with knowledge to defend your rights and liberty, whether you're a student, a history enthusiast, or just a concerned citizen. These courses are for you. Gain a comprehensive understanding of our Constitution's principles, the wisdom of our founding fathers, and how to apply them in today's world. As a special offer to our freedom-loving listeners of Republic Broadcasting Network, use coupon code RBN at checkout and get 20% discount on any course. Join the Liberty Lighthouse Classroom and be a part of the movement to uphold the values that have made our nation exceptional. Unleash the power of knowledge and protect what truly matters, our Constitution. Visit liberty-lighthouse.com slash classroom today. Don't miss this incredible opportunity. Use code RBN for 20% off. Together, we'll be the beacon of freedom our founding generation envisioned. Liberty Lighthouse Classroom. Illuminating minds, empowering patriots. Company will fix bayonets! All right, we're back, ladies and gentlemen. This hour is sponsored by the Energy Cleaner. If you're tired of being tired, check out the Energy Cleaner. If you have sleep issues, that's what the Energy Cleaner will help with, and also with pain issues, arthritis pain, joint pain. Details at thelibertyman.com. Visiting with Sam Andrews, the proprietor of Freedom Center USA. The website's freedomtrain.net. Excellent video. It will teach you how to properly clean your rifle. 
if you think you know how to clean it and you haven't seen this video or been to one of Sam's classes, you really don't know how to clean your rifle properly. Sammy, we're going over our, our, the upcoming classes when the break happens, sir. You know, we've got a basic tactical class April 4th through the 7th, and then we have the urban vehicle tactical course, and we, we these are, do not have any physical requirements for these two courses. The first two courses in your education at the Freedom Center have no physical requirements at all. You could be in a wheelchair. We can get you through the course. Um, and there, we designed them that way specifically so that everyone could learn the basic skills that they need to, to use in a gunfight to the best of their ability. So April 4th, 5th, 6th, and 7th is a basic technical class. We have a couple of spots open. Then we have the very next weekend the Urban Vehicle Tactical Class, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. That's the 12th, 13th, and 14th. And then on the 18th, we have a Stop the Bleed class. And on the 19th, 20th, and 21st, we have our first of two combat medic courses during the year. The next one will probably be in December. Um, I would highly recommend you get in this class based on the politics of this country right now. Uh, I, I personally believe that the Republican Party is being manipulated. Uh, Nikki Haley who lost her home state by almost 21% in the primary this past weekend. Friday, Saturday, time frame, I guess they were counting votes. Right. Lost by over 21%. And there are still forces in the Republican Party that want her to continue her efforts in the primary. Now, for 60 years I've been watching primaries. I have never seen a candidate who lost their home state by 5% stay in the race. This woman lost by 21%. And there is no challenger for Donald Trump as far as the Republican voters are concerned. Why is she still here? Why is she still in the race? Why is she still Why hasn't she dropped out? Why hasn't she put her her support behind the candidate for Republican Party. And I'll tell you why. Because they're trying to manipulate the system. They're choosing your primary candidate for you. You no longer, in the United States of America, are an elector. You no longer have the power of elector, someone who votes for a representative government. Our Republican republic system is gone in this country. It is gone. They are manipulating everything that's going on. And they're telling you who you can have for a primary candidate. They're not letting you vote for that person. Guys, we don't live in a republic anymore, and America better wake up quick. Because every week we wait to fix these problems, the harder it becomes to fix anything at all. Well, I call our opposition socialists, Democrats, uh, communists, Republicans, <laughs> Democrats, socialists, communists. Anyway, um, one of their part of their plan is to change the demographics, and with these millions of illegal aliens coming in, they're in fact doing it, aren't they, sir? Yeah, people wonder why did the governor of Texas step up and actually oppose Biden? I'll tell you why. Because if Texas goes blue under Governor Abbott's watch, his political career is over. And That's right. that, that could happen with all of the people flooding into this country. 
that have no real estate in this country. They have no business interest in this country. They, and, you know, I am for immigration. Immigration is what makes this country great. But we should be we should be immigrating the best and the brightest into this country. We should not be letting criminals run across the border, bringing in fentanyl, killing 100,000 of our citizens every year. We've lost more people in one year to fentanyl than we lost in the whole Vietnam War. Remember all sure. the war press protesters, John? Oh, yeah. Where are the fentanyl protesters in this country? Where, did they, where are they hiding? Every year, for the last six years, we've lost more people in each year to fentanyl than we lost in the whole Vietnam War. Absolutely. And Americans asleep at the wheel. Well, I heard there was a seizure at Eagle Pass of, uh, here it is, record-breaking. I I want to get this tonnage right. Um, And uh, it's the largest ever. This was done a few days ago, and I'll I'll get that here momentarily. But it was was measured in tons. uh, (laughs) Is this uh, fentanyl? Fentanyl, yeah. Pure fentanyl in tons. Yep, yep, in tons. A couple of pounds is enough to kill a whole city. Well, it was measured in tons, and I, I don't want to say the wrong do- the wrong amount and, and be read, be wrong on this. But uh, this article doesn't have the details. I'll uh, I'll find out here momentarily for the audience. And um, yeah, tons, tons. And uh, here we go. Let's see. That's fat. Here we go. Okay, we have a bottom of the hour break coming up here. We'll be right back. Uh, apparently it's meth. You are tuned in to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit our website by going to republicbroadcasting.org. Have you been looking for a trusted long-term storable food company? We have a solution for you. Simply Clean Foods is dedicated to providing the best quality food you can buy next to fresh from a farmer's market. Our line of resealable fruits, vegetables, and meats are suitable for everyday use, and you won't have to worry about throwing away valuable groceries ever again. Our food is completely GMO-free, and our stringent quality controls, plus testing for heavy metals, makes us unique in the storable foods market. Simply Clean Foods' primary focus is to bring clean food to people all around the world and change the way we look at freeze-dried food in our daily cooking. When you purchase from Simply Clean Foods, not only will you be receiving high-quality food, but you will also be supporting veterans in need across the country and those who are affected by natural disasters. Go to republicbroadcasting.org and click on Long-Term Food Storage in the rotating sponsors' banners to support RBN. Simply Clean Foods. Do it today. John Moore's private consultations are the most comprehensive services available any place, anywhere in the world. They're available now and provide valuable knowledge and information that protects an individual, family, or group. We provide clarity, focus, and information for you and your associates for any situation. We have just the right knowledge, just the right information, from just the right professionals. Schedule your consultation for your family or group now. Contact us at thelibertyman.com. That's thelibertyman.com. 
Once again, TheLibertyMan.com. People often write to tell us what has happened for them since starting Extendivite. Allow me to read a few. After taking Extendivite for about six months, I've noticed improvement on the numbness of my hands and wrists from the carpal tunnel syndrome. I will continue to buy product. This formula is very powerful. I am feeling much better. My heart rate and blood pressure is stabilized. My lower edema has reduced and lower leg pain due to blood clots has disappeared. This product has relieved what appears to be an angina problem, pain in the chest after climbing stairs and short on breath. I'm quite happy about it. To order, call 1-877-928-8822 or visit extendivite.com. That's X-T-E-N-D-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Extend your life with Extendovite. As I said to those who've joined the government, I have nothing to offer but blood, toil, tears, and sweat. All right, we're back, ladies and gentlemen. My website is thelibertyman.com. If you want to live in a company, in a neighborhood with like-minded people, you might want to check out the Arcaven Intentional Christian Community down in Harrison, near Harrison, Arkansas. It's a great place to live, great place to raise a family, great place to retire. Details at thelibertyman.com. Visiting with Sam Andrews, the proprietor of Freedom Center USA, the website's freedomtrain.net. Sam, I got some clarification on the drug seizures. It was, for the fentanyl part, it was 7.4 pounds. The big seizure was 6.5 tons of methamphetamine. 6.5 wow. tons of methamphetamine. Uh, listed on the bill of lading as a drying agent for piglets. <laughs> wow uh you remember when jimmy carter appointed a drug czar in the war on drugs vaguely vaguely what was that 1977 something like that no and here we are what uh 47 years into jimmy carter's war on drugs and we're losing 10 times as many people now well, as we well let me help let me help you out here sam I, I debriefed a retired DEA agent, a 20-year field agent. And he, he was out in the field doing drug seizures. He says, John, every time in my 20-year career, we got to the third level above the street dealer, we were shut down and reassigned every time for 20 years. Yep. Because once you get to the fourth level above the street dealer, you're running into government agents. And what the DEA does, their job is to protect the government monopoly on moving the dope, isn't it? That's exactly right. You know, uh, I don't know if, well, I know you know the man I'm talking about, and I don't want to speak his name on air, but this man was a very high-up officer in the Coast Guard of the United States. Okay. And you and I read it at an event years ago, over 20 years ago, and I got in a conversation uh, with this admiral, and he told me a story about how under the Bill Clinton administration, we were making a real dent in drugs that were being flown in to the United States. Our Navy fighter pilots were shooting these drug planes down with missiles. Our Marine Corps scout snipers 
were in a forward observer position watching them load these planes with drugs and identifying the tail numbers on the plane or no tail numbers, identifying the plane, tracking it with radar and directing Navy fighter pilots to these aircraft carrying drugs into the United States, smuggling them in. And while they were over water, our fighter pilots would shoot them with missiles and blow them out of the sky because they were poisoning our kids and killing our kids. Now, the Clinton administration got wind of this. I guess they lost a lot of money in these planes being splashed into the ocean. So it came down from the, from the White House that we were no longer allowed to shoot down these drug planes with missiles. So you know what our American Tomcat pilots did? They used their guns. Nope. 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 (laughs) Nope. (laughs) They would get above them, 5,000 feet above them, go to full afterburner, hit supersonic speeds, and fly over the top of these planes as close as they could possibly dare. And the supersonic shockwave off their Tomcat would rip the wings off these planes and splash them into the ocean. All right. (laughs) And, and they true. called it a dive and dump. Right. I mean, they had a little they had a little cliche for how to drop these guys out of the sky. And, and they didn't have to fire a single missile. And Clinton was furious. The Secret Service agents that I know told me how angry he was that these pilots found a workaround his executive order. <laughs> Don't you love Americans? Absolutely. They, I love our American pilots more than you can possibly imagine because you know what? They're really creative guys and they're really smart and they find a way to get the job done. Absolutely. Absolutely. In the face of criminal leadership, they find a way to get the job done. Love it. Right, right. Absolutely. Well, um, okay. Is it time to move on to the next topic? Yeah, let's talk about Nikki Haley who loses by 21%. Oh, we talked about her already. That's right. She's yeah, that, governor of South Carolina for two, for two terms. Couldn't win her home state. Lost her home state by almost 21% and won't get out of the race. Why? Because big money is paying her to stay in the race and damage Donald Trump. Well, any damage, if there is any at all, is going to be quite minimal, I believe. How about you, sir? Do you want to know how criminal the people are supporting Nikki Haley? How criminal? They're saying things like she needs to stay in the race and spend all the money so Trump can't have it. Oh, no. It's it's not about winning. It's about hate. It's about damaging a candidate that you don't like. Can you imagine an honest Republican having that attitude? If it's not going to be my candidate and we're not going to have anybody that can win at all. We're just going to give the White House to the communist Democrats. Socialist, communist, Democrats, Muslims. We want the Biden crime cartel to stay in place if Donald Trump is going to be our candidate. Can you imagine that? Well, the mainstream media has been uh, exposing the mental incapacities of Biden on a more regular basis, haven't they? And why do you think that is? Do you think they've got somebody waiting in the wings? They want to, um, that they want to jump into. Well, they're doing it because they're doing it because they were told. They're doing it because they were told to. Because it's time. Obviously, it's time. Why? What? What? What's the end game for them? Well, the end game is first of all replacing heels up Harris, 
with somebody who will be the, become the next president, and then having uh, Joe Biden resign for family reasons or health reasons or whatever excuse they come up with. Do you think Do you think Joe's going to have a medical emergency in August or September, and they're going to rush some some Manchurian candidate in place? What do you think? Well, it'll be somebody. It'll be either a Big Mike or Gavin Newsom are the two top candidates, I believe. I don't believe that uh, Martin Martin Luther King's uh, daughter is has a name recognition to really be a presidential material. I think Martin Luther King's daughter is more conservative than half the Republicans I know. <laughs> well, she she probably is. Yeah. That's an interesting statement. You know, um, I, I find it. I find it fascinating that when you look at what the Democrats did to get Bernie Sanders out of the race, it basically meant that the people's vote didn't matter. And you look at what they did to Bernie Sanders, you look at what they're doing to Trump. I mean, they're doing everything that they can to prevent the people from having their choice for president. And and I, you know me, I'm not a Trump Jesus guy. I, I don't believe Trump's the savior of the world, right? But like a lot of Trump fans believe that. I believe Trump has strengths and he has weaknesses just like every other human being. And you need to be honest about what those are. Trump is no bastion uh, of righteousness. He's no conservative. He's no strict constructionist. He cares not about the Bill of Rights or the Constitution. And, And it's very problematic to have a guy like that in his president. But it's even more problematic to have someone who's compromised by the Chinese government, who's on the take, and whose family is basically a crime syndicate for laundering money. It's even worse to have that guy as president. So Trump's, Trump's probably the obvious choice at this point. It's the best we can do. But until we clean up the Republican Party, we're not going to do better than Trump. So it, it's, it, it's this country's in big trouble. Roger that. Roger that. Okay, and the, the uh, I know you're 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 out of pocket for and maybe not able to keep up with a lot of things going on. But is there any legislation at the federal or at various state levels that we need to be aware of, sir? Well, there's a couple of things. Uh, there's a there's gun control being proposed in Missouri. Really? Um, oh, it's unbelievable. And the Speaker of the House wants to bring it to the floor for a vote. The Republican Speaker of the House in Missouri is a Democrat. Really? People need to wake up. They need How to get happen? rid of that guy. Okay. Um, and I'll tell you something else uh, that just absolutely shocked me yesterday when I found out. The San Francisco, we're talking about a city board of elections, appointed a non-U.S. Chinese citizen to the board of elections in yes. San Francisco. I'm, yep. I, I'm not making this up. I know. I know. I'm aware of it. <laughs> did did you read that yesterday? I'm, I'm aware of it. I didn't read the details, but I'm aware that did take place. Yes, sir. Can, can you imagine a country so messed up that they're putting people in charge of our elections that are nationals of countries that are our enemy and not even citizens of the U.S. and don't even have the right to vote, and we're putting them on our board of elections? Well, considering the other insanity going on in San Francisco, it doesn't surprise me. Yeah, and, and the other thing I want to tell you that seems really insane to me that's going on right now is people are still buying these electric cars. Oh, yeah. 
The handwriting's on the wall, folks. Stop buying electric cars. Electric well, cars are on their way out. They are. My my prediction, uh, I may have not said it with your in your presence, but by the end of this calendar year, uh, Ford, General Motors, and Chrysler will discontinue manufacturing electric cars. Yeah, I don't know if it'll happen this year, but it'll probably happen by the end of next year for just about everybody. Because I'm telling you, the world, Toyota, Hyundai, you name it, Anybody that's doing any serious engine R&D, they're going to hydrogen and hydrogen fuel cells. Isn't that fascinating, right? It is. It is. And, and, and actually, hydrogen is a much cleaner energy source than electricity. A lot of people don't realize that. You know, when you look at, let's say, these windmills that were this idea to have clean energy, right? Well, when when you look at how much energy a windmill produces in its lifetime, over 20 years or 25 years, whatever its useful life is, and you add up all the energy that it produces, and then you subtract the line losses to get the energy to its end source, all of those kinds of things, and you subtract the energy that it took to manufacture the windmill, you have a net you have a net loss of energy. I kid you not, John. Well, there's a bonus. To everything you said is accurate. The bonus is those windmills have motors to make the blades turn, make it look like they're making electricity when, in fact, they're not. Uh, that's really funny. It, it it's just we have gone full stupid in this world. We have become so fixated on on the end that we've 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 done something logically that is illogical. We we've gotten to this point now where the end justifies the means. You can't make good decisions and you can't make moral decisions if the end justifies the means. It's just like it's 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 the struggle that every detective trying to do his job in this country every honorable police investigator they they're they're after this criminal right and they they're following this guy they're tracking this guy they're looking at his credit card expenses they're they're just they're listening to his phone conversations right they they're doing everything they can to try and catch this bad guy they know he's a bad guy right right and you have a choice. You could you can set a guy up and falsely convict him of a crime he didn't commit and get a bad guy off the street, or you can do really good police work and be patient and move at the right time and convict him honestly of a crime that he committed. And every police officer faces this dilemma, this moral dilemma. Do I get this guy off the street, which is doing the most good for society or do I be patient, do good police work and maybe hopefully get him off the street in a year or two and do it honestly on, in a legal way and see everyone faces this dilemma. Well, if the end justifies the means, if getting this guy off the street means you can do any illegal, immoral thing uh, to get this guy arrested and off the street, then you're just as bad as your enemy. See, and, and, and as a Christian person, you're supposed to be unlike your enemies. You, you're, not, you're not supposed to do the wrong thing for the right reason. That's not acceptable. 
And see, that's the problem with society in general is we have now accepted the end justifies the means. In other words, if we claim the moral high ground on an end goal, we can accomplish that through any sort of immorality, disgusting dishonesty, whatever it takes to reach that goal. That is, that is the wrong way to go. When society breaks down to that level, and it has, we've got big problems. And, and just look at what the FBI is doing. Instead of, they don't like Donald Trump. They think Donald Trump's going to be bad for America. Okay, great. Well, then arrest him for a crime he committed. Don't make stuff up. Don't lie to the FISA courts. Don't change 302s like they did with General Flynn, right, to attack right. his cabinet. Right. Do it the legal way. If he's a bad guy, then catch him the legal way. But what you're admitting, went like the FBI basically admitted to the world, they weren't competent enough to get a bad guy off the street, so they had to make stuff up. They had to change 302s. They had to lie on, on their FISA uh, statements to the FISA courts. And they had to manipulate the system outside of the rules because they weren't competent enough to do their job. Well, I'm very disappointed what the FBI has become. Uh, I, I've known these agents going back to the early 1970s, and quite frankly, that's an embarrassment. Uh, the uh, FBI that arrested a lifelong criminal who was personally responsible for murder, John Gotti. When I arrested John Gotti, they went to a restaurant where he was having dinner with a couple of his mafia buddies. They were in coats and ties. Mr. Gotti, you're under arrest. You need to come with us, sir. When I arrested Roger Stone fairly recently, uh, a nonviolent or an individual charged with a nonviolent white-collar crime, they had 20-plus agents dressed up like they're going on patrol in Afghanistan with submachine guns, uh, aircraft, armored vehicles, uh, wake him up uh, at about 5 a.m., as if he was some kind of violent criminal, which, of course, we know how they used to arrest violent criminals, John Gotti, and, and wake him up to arrest him for this nonviolent white-collar crime. Uh, that was completely unnecessary, wasn't it, Sam? Yeah, and not only did they do that, they tipped off the news media to be there. CNN was there filming the whole thing. Exactly. Because that, exactly. that was a political move. That wasn't a law enforcement move. That was a political move. And they were doing it for show. It was all for, for TV sound bites on the news to try and paint people associated with Trump as being dangerous criminals. Right. Well, they didn't tip off the news media when they arrested Mr. Gotti. Here's nope. our break. We'll be right back. Homeowners, are you in foreclosure, expecting to be served with a foreclosure lawsuit, or suspect your lender has coerced you into an illegal mortgage transaction? A huge number of mortgages made in the last 10 years have legal issues and are possibly defective. State laws and the U.S. Supreme Court have upheld that defective mortgage documents are grounds for foreclosure defense and for counterclaims in favor of the homeowner. If your mortgage has been sold or assigned since closing the loan, it may be defective and you may be paying the wrong party and the lender may not have standing or the right to foreclose or collect payments under the law. If you would like to know if your mortgage is legal or not or know if you are 
are paying the right party, we can help. Our initial consultations are free of charge. We are not attorneys. We are legal researchers and work closely with experienced lawyers who know how to help you find the evidence to help you keep your home. Email Tom at republicbroadcasting.org. T-O-M at republicbroadcasting.org. Are you one of the millions of people who feel like there is a dark cloud hanging over their heads whenever they're using pharmaceutical drugs? For some, the short-term relief can turn into an opioid addiction nightmare. Have you ever wondered why CBD oil is a billion-dollar industry? It's because it works better than opioids and is actually healthy for you. However, CBD oil is stripped of all other helpful compounds found in the hemp plant. According to neuroscientists, the whole hemp plant, otherwise known as hemp paste, is even more effective than the chemically processed CBD oil. Are you ready to take back your health? You can try hemp paste for the price of a cup of coffee. Hemppaste.com slash RBN. Free shipping on orders over $50. See the banners for Hemp Paste at republicbroadcasting.org and visit hemppaste.com slash RBN. Tehebo Tea Club's original Pure Pouty Arco Super Tea helps build red corpuscles in the blood which carry oxygen to our organs and cells. Our organs and cells need oxygen to regenerate themselves. The immune system needs oxygen to develop and cancer dies in oxygen. So the tea is great for healthy people because it helps build the immune system and it can truly be miraculous for someone fighting a potentially life-threatening disease due to an infection, diabetes, or cancer. The tea is also organic and naturally caffeine-free. A one-pound package of tea is $49.95, which includes shipping. To order, please visit drinksupertea.com. The first word is drink, spelled D-R-I-N-K, then the word super, then the word tea. The complete website is drinksupertea.com or call us at 818-965-9113, Monday through Saturday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. California time. That's 818-965-9113. DrinkSuperTea.com Well, we shall was in the land of cotton old And there I'm not forgotten Look away, look away, look away, Dixieland In Dixie's land where I was born in early on On the frosty morning Look away, look away, look away, Dixieland Sam, let's continue. Sam, you're on. You're on mute, Sam. Sam, you're on mute. Okay. Sam must still be on a break himself. I am back. All right. All right. Let's continue, sir. Yeah. So, so we face a lot of challenges, and I think we should talk a lot about how do you prepare for difficult times, and you know that I've traveled around the country, been presenting information with 200-plus action steps on things you can do to prepare for difficult times. And it really boils down to fundamentals. How independent can you make you and your family? And when I say independent, I mean independent of government systems, independent of logistical systems. Can you grow your own food? Can you filter your own water? Can you defend yourself in your neighborhood? 
can you communicate with people locally, independent of the Internet, cell phones, and landlines? And these are the things that make you independent and effective in difficult times and allow you, most importantly, to coordinate with your neighbors, getting your neighbors to be independent. You know, one of the, in my presentation, one of the things that shock people the most, not really sure why, but I recommend that you create a large food bank in your community, that you raise money and create a very large food bank in your community for people that don't have food to eat. And people are like, well, why would you spend resources on that? Why don't you just buy food for your own family? And my answer is very simple. When you have a community of people who the basic logistical systems have been cut off, Food's not coming into the grocery stores. Who's going to run out of food first? Well, it's going to be the poor people, right? It's, it's going to be people that didn't have the money to stockpile their own food, right? And if you've created a food bank, a place for these people to go, the violence in your community, the attacks on people that have food, will be less initially until the food bank runs out. The food bank becomes a buffer for you to make a decision on whether you stay or whether you bug out. And, and see, that's something a lot of people don't realize is that human nature is very strong, and history has proven people are four days without food from attacking their neighbors to get food, and they're about three weeks from eating, two to three weeks from eating their neighbors when they're starving. Right. And, and, and if you understand this fact of human nature, you understand the value of a food bank, not just storing your own food, but giving people a place to go and making very publicly known that if you run short of food, you can go here and get some help. It keeps everything calmer just a little bit longer and allows you to read the situation and buy time to make it a wise decision. Roger that. Here's our top down break. We'll break that. Sick of censorship? TLB Talk is the cure. TLB stands for truth, liberty, and balance. We are the newest and most unique social media platform to hit the internet. We were built out of necessity because Big Tech, Big Pharma, and Big Brother are out of control. The only thing bigger than them is when we the people are united. With that vision, TLB Talk was born. Our battlefield is in cyberspace. The battle we're in can be won by clicks of buttons and voting with your wallet. TLB Talk has no hidden agendas, no corporate funding, and we do not sell, trade, or give away any of your information. Our platform runs off of generous donations of members and merchandise profits. So please, check out our site. 
It's the best around. And be sure to stop by our store. It's loaded with items that'll have you feeling a sense of member pride and victory. Come unite with us today at TLBtalk.com and join the social media revolution. You're listening to Republic Broadcasting Network because you can handle the truth. truth.